Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Channel Zero Butcher's Block, it's episode 6, it is the finale of Butcher's Block, it's called Sacrifice Zone. Uh, I always stumble because I'm, I'm about to say season something and I'm like, no, there's a title so for the season. Don't don't worry, you've got plenty of time before you have to make that mistake again. Yeah, 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 well, season 4 is a well away, but uh, this is the season 3 finale and... Obviously, we weren't as grabbed by this one as quickly, and in episodes four and five, we were pretty down on it. Kind of like tanked our interest in the season. Um, so coming out of this finale, it was kind of a weird place where there was no way it was going to redeem the whole season because you know yeah. when, when two episodes out of six have already been pretty poor for us, I feel like there was no way it was going to uplift the whole thing. But I mean, I think the first thing I'll say about the finale is it's definitely a better episode than four and five. Oh, sure. I don't think there's a question on that. I, I think for the fact that it's not the abstract nonsense that the last two episodes were, it had actual plot that was moving at a reasonable pace throughout the episode meant that, no, just by and large, it's a better episode. Unfortunately, the lack of interest garnered by the last two episodes mean that I wasn't that excited by what was happening in this one. No, I was kind of just watching this because, well, there's one left, might as well. Yeah, yeah, it's finishing. There was, again, much like the first few episodes, there were some cool moments, some cool ideas, uh, but ultimately I, I had no real investment in the, the final kind of endgame. Uh, and, yeah, so you know, obviously we'll dig into uh, what happened, but that's kind of my it, overall feelings on it. I'll say it feels very forgettable. Like, as the wrap-up, the big conclusion, there's a couple of key moments that stand out, don't get me wrong, but as a as a whole episode, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's it's there. I'll get, ask me in three months, and I will probably be able to tell you nothing. That's uh, that's that's very fair. Uh, so basically, uh, little girl Izzy and Zoe end up back at the house uh, with everyone else, with Louise and Luke, and they're like, okay, they're going to come for her. And Alice comes with them. Like Alice comes with Rutger Hoyer and some demon babies, and she's like fully integrated as part of this family now. Like she is coming mm-hmm. on the hunt, and they get there. Alice tries to just talk to Zoe at first, almost as if, okay, we'll try and do this peacefully, and just like, hey, just hand her over, no one has to get hurt, or anything like that. Uh, and of course, Zoe's kind of seen the light, and she's like, no, we're not letting you, you know, sacrifice a kid, piss off. Yeah. And then comes probably one of the most memorable scenes in the episode, which, obviously, all season long, we've been having this little plot strand that Alice is ignoring phone calls about her student debt. Yeah. That she owes a lot of money and she's just kind of ignoring it. And this guy comes up, clearly he's like, oh, I'm looking, I'm looking for uh, Alice. Says, you know where she is? And she's kind of like, why? He's like, oh, I'm a friend of hers from college. And she's like, I never had any friends in college. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a lie. You're from the student debt place. Like, yes, I am. You owe us, was it $30,000? No, I thought it was like $90,000. Was it 90? Right? Okay, it was 90. Then. There you go. Whatever. $90,000. Uh, what, you think we're just going to forget about that? And here's the thing. So, up until this point, I'm thinking, all right, by the end of this episode, Alice is probably going to come back round and sort of become good again and sort of snap out of it and realise what she's doing. However, this is what I will call the point of no return. No matter what they do after this scene, there's nothing that would make me see her as redeemed because regardless of what she does for the rest of the episode, she kills this... Not only does she kill this man, she bites out his throat. She she kills him like a rabid dog. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty vicious. It's like proper. It's like it's like the effects you get in a zombie movie when they're like sort of like ripping out ten tendons. Yeah, and stuff yeah. And like no, that. no. It was, it, it's funny that you know you you mentioned how this is one of the most memorable points of the episode, mm-hmm. and it is. But at the same time, I'm kind of watching it, going, okay, why? 
because uh, like all season like the with the the debt collection uh it, it felt like it was building to she has to accept the debt and you know the, the responsibility and you know uh, that'll be part of accepting you know her potential mental illness well it's the opposite she's not accepting it she no no i get that yeah. <laughs> but it just felt like okay well we'll just throw it all out and you'll be really extreme with it. it it was nice to watch but ultimately i was like okay my problem is less with that, and because ultimately where it actually goes is that she never actually snaps out of it, and by the, by the end of the episode, when everything's over and done by, we actually see that she's now in the asylum, she's in the mental hospital mm. with her mother, and she's there with, and I, I kind of took that as, okay, the message that we're going for is that if you give up hope, you'll just, you know, you, you, yes, you've already lost, that's it, what you're yeah. worried about is going to happen because you've given up hope, you're not trying to fight it, you just give in, and that's kind of what's happened to her, and I think there's potential in that story. Um, I just don't know if the show actually kind of like built to that gradually, or if it kind of felt like it was clearly going one way and then just kind of. Well, well that, that's it. why I say like yeah. I felt all season that it was going that way, and then it was it was this moment that was like, oh, never mind. Because I think what's funny is we were kind of worried that it was going to be too similar to one of the plot threads last season where, okay, she's going to save her sister. And then when the, the, the roles kind of flipped and Zoe's the one who snapped out of it, which I actually kind of liked just in concept that she yeah. like she actually kind of became the stronger one because she realised what was happening. Uh, okay, so now she's going to save Alice, right? But that never happened either. She, she, she didn't save her at all. She's like Alice is you know a broken wreck at the end of this and she's going to be in a hospital for the rest of her life probably after what she's done. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, okay, I think, again, I think there's potential in that story. If This is the story of someone giving up, and that is arguably the real horrific part at the centre of the story. That is the 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 dark centre that... It's kind of like how when you watch Let the Right One In, and you don't really notice what the real horror story of it is until you think about it afterwards. Yeah. It's kind of like that where, oh, that's the true darkness of this, is that she gave up and now she's killed someone and she's never going to be okay. She has went down that rabbit hole and didn't yeah. come back. Yeah, this is about you know giving in to the fear of what might happen. Because if you give in, just because something might happen, if you let that paralyze you, well, you're kind of screwed. You've already lost, yeah. Yeah. So, there's this potential there. Unfortunately, it just kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere. And when it cut to like her sitting in the, in the hospital with her mother, I was just kind of like... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I needed the whole one year later thing at the end. It was kind of bizarre. I, I mean, again, if they made that point more clearly, if they built up to that more clearly, I think the scene in the hospital would have been justified. The scene with the rest of them where Izzy's now kind of with Louise and Luke and Zoe, and they've kind of made their own makeshift misfit family where they're all looking after each other, and they're eating <laughs> just vegetables for dinner, they're eating vegetarian food. Uh I mean, that, that almost felt like it was just a little joke at the end. It did. Like, yeah, it was like, "Hey, we ain't meeting meat after that." Yeah, we're not we're not meat people anymore. And it, it makes it it make, does make sense for Zoe that she would actually just avoid meat altogether after getting a taste for your own flesh. I feel like you probably want to try and veer. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. Veer from the meat a bit. No, I, I have a question. So you just kind of brought up Luke. Oh, gone. Yeah. Why was he not dead? Like, what what purpose did he serve? Look, was I supposed to study for this? Because I feel like you're asking me questions I can't answer. <laughs> no, no, exactly. I like. Okay, so they they slit his throat, and then he you know he he gets back up. Fine, he, he should be there, but fine. But he, why? He didn't affect anything in this last episode, really. I mean, there's a scene you, where he's bashing one of the demon babies in the head, but, but that could have got to bash the demon. Yeah, babies. That, that could have easily been Zoe or 
or Louise. I, really. I, I don't think he he never got an arc. You know, you know, we were talking about his arc from the first episode. It was like, oh, we can kind of see it, and he it, it ends when he confronts his father before his before he slices his throat. That's that's the peak of his arc. He stood up to him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, there is nothing else after that for him. He's just kind of around. It's kind of bizarre. It's almost like they wanted to give you something that was kind of a happy ending. Give you know just 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 because Alice's ending is going to be so dark and miserable, we'll give you him being alive. That's your happier ending. And it's just kind of like, well, yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't happen with him afterwards. Like it felt like it might was it was maybe going to build to something when he killed his father last episode. Like maybe it was you know uh, he was going to insist in being the hero after that, but he didn't really amount to much or actually add to what the effort was in the last episode. It was really all. Zoe with a little bit of Louise because there was a bit of a distraction gameplay because ultimately they get Izzy back they take her to this you know ceremony outside the stairs and the, the, the demon god thing is coming down the stairs but then they swipe the baby like you know the, Zoe distracts them long enough that Louise presumably or maybe it was Luke who swiped you don't actually get to see but one of them swipes the kid yeah and then the, the god just sort of makes them all blow up into blood uh, which looked pretty cool I did like how it looked uh, with the exception of like I think when Rick Ahoyer, because he was left to last, and he was like, oh, oh, screw this. And then yeah. he blew up. That looked good from behind. Once it went into the close-ups in the front, it was really obvious how CG it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It lost the uh, the sheen a little bit, didn't it? It did. It, it, it kind of felt like, oh, well, I don't really care anymore because it just looks like bad CG. But uh, before that, though, when they were all blown up in blood was great. Uh, now, okay, so you're, you're arguing me what was Luke's point, right? Because I, I think that's a fair question. Because... At least in the second half of the season, at least Luke had an arc in the first half of the season and had some of the best scenes in episode two and three. Yeah. Here's my question: What was the point of the meat guy? I was going to ask that as a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> because you see him once or twice here. You see the fact the final shot of the episode is that oh he's still out in the park somewhere, just kind of wandering around. But what was he? What was he doing? Why did he need to be in the story at all? What did he contribute to the overall thing? He had a cool look. That they, well, they thought he had a cool look. <laughs> that, that's about it, honestly. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, there's just there's several elements where I don't understand what the point was. I, I really don't like. I, like, I just I don't understand why. Why are they there? It feels like they went. These are required elements based off previous seasons. So let's put them in, and I, then. And the th- actually make them worth anything. And the thing is, the, the, the demon thing is creepy, the, the, the demon kids are creepy, so there's creepy stuff there. It's not like we needed to meet demon. There was no, creepy no. stuff in earlier episodes that we liked. I think um, you, ha- you have... Because I, th- I think the first half of the episode is pretty, go- pretty good in the sense that I like when it's them in the house and like the, the family's coming and they're having to like, get into the secret tunnels and mm. they're kind of on the run. Rutger Hoyer's like face kind of like it's, it's almost like he starts looking like he actually should look at this age because he looks really all like crusty and like yeah. decrepit and whatever. O- old is the word you're looking for. Well, yeah, but beyond normal old because he's like yeah, yeah, he's like 150 or whatever he's is something stupid, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's 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 actually got like a a handkerchief in his mouth and he's speaking through the, the demon child and it's his voice coming out of the demon child. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of creepy and he's falling yeah, in the dark. Yeah, well, I like that. This was all fine. Like I say, they actually had plot in this one that kind of kept going forward. The momentum felt right as opposed to the last two episodes where it was just random different things happening and kind of abstract. And, and then maybe a scene of plot here, a scene of plot yeah. there. Uh, and that's the other thing is that I feel like a lot of the stuff with the family sitting at the dinner table all those kind of things 
Uh, like I feel like we built up the sister, the pregnant sister, and honestly, like she didn't really amount to much either. She had good presence. No. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, didn't really amount to much in the end. No, no, she didn't. So I feel, I feel like too many characters. First and foremost, there was too many characters. There was elements that did not need to be there. I just the the focus of the season's wrong because uh, yeah, we we said last time the the concept of the god was by far the most interesting thing about that episode. And honestly, the most interesting moment in this episode is when Alice is just kind of staring at him and he opens up like a portal and she looks into the stars and it's like, it's yeah, kind of yeah. trippy and like almost David Lynch-esque for like a minute. He, he said earlier, it's like, oh no, he he created this place for us. He holds the universe inside his cloak and he gave us our little patch of heaven where it's always summer. I'm like, okay, I like this concept. And I'm going... Okay, why did we spend so much time with this family around a dinner table when we have this to play with? Yeah, I don't know. Because the longer that stuff went on, the more tedious it got. It did. Like, it, it was it was nice, the aesthetic at first, but then it kind of spun its wheels. It didn't really have a point. Yeah. I feel like there was maybe enough plot. I mean, let's just assume we don't explore anything else that they didn't explore. right? I mean, there's possibilities there, absolutely. I agree with that. But let's just assume they don't. There's maybe enough plot in these six episodes for four. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just three. That push. Three, three really tight episodes, four pretty good episodes. If you explored that other stuff and you sort of shifted to that at some point and made it more psychedelic, I could see that working. I just, I don't, you know, because we, we had all this abstract stuff and this, you know, this kind of is abstract when oh, it's going all through space and all that, but the, this feels like, okay, there's a purpose to this. But yeah, here's the difference though. We weren't complaining because it was abstract. We were complaining because it was abstract without purpose. And yeah. also just the fact that it felt like random differently. It's like they had ideas for different scenes, but nothing really connected or nothing really thematically made this big link. Uh, this is the sort of abstract where it's like, okay, no, I can see where there's meaning in this, where, where this, is, this is saying something with its abstract yeah. qualities. And it's going for this, oh, like, you know, like, it's a god who creates reality. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense to us, so it should feel abstract. It should feel like the things don't quite fit, but it's building to something. Right, and I feel in retrospect, we're supposed to be like, that was what all the abstract stuff was, because, you know, the god built this place. So it's like, all that that's why there's abstract things that were happening. But, yeah, no, I'm not buying it. Everything in the house just wasn't that entertaining. Like, again, you go back to like, uh, you know, David Lynch, the king of abstract cinema. Uh, like every time he's doing something abstract, there's so much mood and tone and atmosphere. And I feel like most of the stuff in the actual house kind of lacked that. It all kind of went away. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think we said repeatedly. Once you got to the top of those stairs and opened that door, that's it. That's the, the, the that's the end of the season for for all I care. Yeah, honestly, up until that point, it was still the weakest of the three. But once she went through that door at the end of episode three, it just went, you know. It, oh yeah, yeah, no. It I mean, was the quite, weakest of the three. Qu- qu- quite literally, up the stairs through the door, and there's nothing there. Just bloop, it'd yeah, fall. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like I say, easily the weakest of the three at that point, but still had potential. It was trending upwards. We were we were climbing that staircase. And then we just then there was the top, <laughs> and it just fell. The top. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We 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 just hit the empty space of abstractness at the top, but it was just like, well, that was a waste. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that we're we ended up being so down in this season. Uh, these last couple of episodes were kind of a chore to get through. Uh, so here's hoping season four, 
uh, will will step up and can be something good. Apparently, it's not scheduled till twenty nineteen, which really makes me wonder why they, they put put this out in the spring. Because because I, I, I did see an article that just said there's no date yet, so really, maybe I, we'll get it. I think in, I think it was on Wiki. I saw twenty nineteen for season four, but I mean maybe I mean it's maybe subject to change. Maybe it will end yeah. up being this October. Because uh, it'd be weird if it was spring again next year. It's like why did you shift from October when this is prime October material? But you know, yeah, whatever. my my at this point is. They kind of saw season three and they saw the outline for four and they went, four's better. We won that in October. I can see it. I can see that being a thing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we actually glanced at what four's based on and uh, it's got a really long title, which I can't remember. You can, do you have it in front of you? I can grab it one second. <laughs> but the, 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 we won't say what the plot is just because you obviously don't, probably don't want it spoiled. But the plot that this story is based on, and keep in mind, this season was changed dramatically from its original story. But the plot that it's based on is really short and only really enough for one episode. So they're really going to go nuts with it, seemingly. It, it really sounds like here's the premise for the first episode. We can build like the, the end of the story, I can see is the end of the first episode. Like, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, because it's, it's all about someone potentially letting out some sort of evil out of a cage, essentially. And, yeah, yeah you can kind of see what, okay, we can go nuts with that afterwards. Yeah, definitely. What was uh, the story the, called? Uh, I found a hidden door in my cellar, and I think I've made a big mistake. So they're going to retitle it. Because they retitled this one. This one was a, a search party or something like that, I think the, the original story was called for season, you know, the season three story that it was based on. Mm, okay. And they changed it to Butcher's Block. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. So hopefully, I, I, I will give Butcher's Blood credit for the you know having the better name there. Oh sure, sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, that said, probably still the weakest title. The three, No End House and Candle Cove. I think I prefer it as a title to No End House. Oh, fair enough. It's a bit of taste. It, it grabs me a little more, but yeah, it's a title. It's, it's ultimately me. Clearly, I didn't like the season, so it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. really matter, does it? No, just, just, just saying. Uh, all right. Well, I, I guess that's us then. Uh, so ultimately, it's, it was a weaker season. I know some people disagree. We, we, I think last week's uh, review had a complete fifty-fifty split of people who agreed it was the worst season easily, and people who thought it was the best season easily. So clearly, it's the uh, divisive amongst uh, people who are watching the show. But uh, hey ho, that's how we're feeling. So. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of the season. Let us know what you thought of the finale and the ending and the comments. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us, the, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv. There's a link to that in the description, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?